0: Hi everyone and welcome to Church Online. I pray you had a blessed Thanksgiving. My name is Michelle Gage and we are in part four of our series called Thanks Living. It's been such a great series as we've talked about how to live a life Of gratitude. We talked about singing, we've talked about giving, and we've talked about sharing. So today I'm going to be sharing with you about how we can live this thanks-living life when it comes to prayer and praying in our lives. The Bible tells tells us in Psalm 105, verse 1 give thanks to the Lord and pray to Him. You know, there's three choices that I'm going to be talking to you about today when it comes to prayer. because life is not a chance, it's a choice. Everything that we do is a choice that we are making. We have to be determined to live this living life. And today we're going to be finding out the three choices we can make when it comes to living a living life, a prayer. The scripture that we're basing it around today is Philippians 4, 6 through 7, a very popular scripture, but I'm going to read it out of the, the Passion Translation today. Don't be pulled apart in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So the first choice that we're going to talk about today is the choice not to worry. We have to choose not to worry in our life. A lot easier said than done, right? The world that we live in has lots to worry about, but we have the opportunity to choose not to worry. This is the way that we can live a life of gratitude, is choosing not to worry. Where it says there in the scripture, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Can't you just visualize that? Just being pulled from place to place where we give in to our fears and our worry. The Bible's telling us not to worry, to walk in faith. I love um, how Pastor Rodney brought that to light in the very first message of this series where he said that we can either worship or we can worry, but we really can't do both. We have to choose one or the other because worship puts, in a, puts us in a position where we're believing and faith-filled that God is in control and that he is taking care of us. Luke 12, 25 through 26 says, don't worry. Does worry add anything to your life? Can it add one more year, year or even one day? So if worrying adds nothing but actually subtracts from your life, why would you worry? Because God cares for you. Isn't that so good? There's really nothing that we need to worry about. Because we have a God that is in complete control. You know, I've been doing a lot of reading through my dad's devotional books and his Bibles, and I keep finding throughout different pages his daily confessions. And I thought I would read this to you. He daily confessed this. He said, I believe I'm divinely guided. Because I'm divinely guided, I believe I will always take the right turn in the road. I believe God will make a way where there seems to be no way. I place this day of my life, my work in your hands. There is no harm in your hands, only good in your hands. Therefore, whatever the outcome and whatever happens, it's in your will and it is good. This is the kind of life we need to live, a life that is not full of worry, but a life that is full of faith. But the answer to us really not having a life of worry is the second choice that we're going to make when it comes to this scripture that we find in Philippians 4, and that is the choice we choose to offer faith-filled prayers. I love that in the scripture, Philippians 4. It says, be saturated in prayer throughout each Day, offering your faith-filled request to God. What does that mean to have faith-filled prayer? Faith is thanking God before I receive the answer to my prayer. Being thankful and grateful. Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. It's walking in confidence. A good example of this when it comes to prayer and believing in faith is uh, the story of Joshua. Hebrews 11 30 says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after the people had marched around them for seven days. You remember this story, right? After Moses had led the people, uh, the children of Israel out of Egypt, away from Pharaoh, when they went into the promised land, they were going to take over the country. The capital was Jericho, and it was the most fortified city in the world at that time. Can you just imagine? The most fortified city. And here Were a bunch of ex slaves that were praying that they could take over the most fortified city in the entire world. And God told them to march around the city every day. And they did this for six days and they were praying in faith, in silence. They had faith filled prayers that they were going to be able to take over the most fortified city in the world. And then on the last day, with a great shout, With a great shout of victory and belief on the seventh day and thanksgiving to God. See, they had done it in advance. They had believed and had faith filled prayers in advance. Then on that seventh day, the walls came tumbling down. Isn't that the most incredible story? That's what the Bible says that faith is it's believing in advance it's thanking god in advance with faith-filled prayers that he is going to answer according to his will faith is not believing that god can do something because god can do something whether we believe it or not he is god that's not faith faith is not believing god will do something because that is hope but faith is believing God is doing something right now in our lives, even though we can't see it. That is a faith filled prayer, believing and knowing that God is at work in our life and declaring it by faith. Mark 11 24 says, when you pray and ask for something, believe that you have received it. That's past tense. And you will be given what you ask for. That's present tense. We believe that we will receive what God has in store for us as we ask in faith. Faith is is thanking God in advance. He's asking us to pray these faith-filled prayers. You know, I could tell you right now that after I finish this message online that we could meet up at my house and I have a $5,000 check I want to give you and you could come and meet me at my house and and I could give you that check and and you would thank me right then and there right for that check even though you hadn't cashed it yet even though you didn't know for sure that it that it would be good but you believed and you would thank me for that check you know what that's the way it is with god He has given us everything that we need, and we can thank Him in advance because He is for sure good on the things that He promises us in His Word. We can believe it. We can take it to the bank, and we can thank Him in advance even before we cash the check, even before the promise comes. Those are the faith-filled type of prayers that God wants us to have. Gratitude is saying, thank you God for what you did. And faith is thanking God in advance for what he will do. This is the kind of faith that God wants for us to have because faithful prayers with gratitude have much power in our lives. And for us to live this thanks living life, a life that's really kind of different than the world around us, a life that stands out, a life that is challenging the norm. We have to thank God in advance that He is going to do great things in our life. It gives us a just a, a, a jump in our step. It gives us energy when we walk into a room, when we step out of bed in the mornings. It gives us the energy and the life that we need when we walk into different situations that we go into, when we're praying these faith-filled prayers in our life, believing God and thanking Him ahead of time. Uh, I love the quote by Billy Graham that says, those who have turned the tide of history have turned it by means of prayer. This should be the motto of every follower of Jesus Christ. Never stop praying, no matter how dark and how hopeless it seems. These are the people that turn the tide of history. These that pray these faithful, filled prayers. I love another quote from my father-in-law. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. And no prayer, no power. We want the power of God on our lives. So we have to make the choice to have faith-filled prayers. You know, Pastor Rodney introduced to us the Imagine 2022 that we are stepping into as a church family, believing God for big things. And we can thank Him in advance. That he is going to do the impossible, that we can imagine, that he can do more than we can imagine or even think. And we're believing that faith filled prayers. And we want you to come alongside and be a part of what God is going to do through Rethink Life Church. If you haven't checked that out, make sure to go to our website, just rethinklife.com, and click on the Imagine 2022. Be a part of God making an incredible difference in our community really and beyond. We're believing God for incredible things and we know that he is able. So we're gonna just declare it faith-filled prayers and stepping out in faith in our giving. And number three, the third choice that we need to make when it comes to this whole thanks living life and having a life of prayer is the choice to overflow with gratitude in our lives. Philippians 4 again says this, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace will transcend your human understanding. We have to have this overflowing gratitude when it comes to our prayer life. Just believing that God is going to do amazing things in our life, in our family's life, in our work situation, in those relationships that seem impossible. We can even be grateful and thankful, overflowing with gratitude, believing faith-filled that God is going to do incredible things. This is the kind of prayer life that God wants us to have. First Thessalonians 5, 16-19 says this in the Passion Translation. Let joy be the, your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, he, be always giving thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Never restrain or put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. I love that. In the midst of everything. You might be in the midst of something that's disturbing or troubling or challenging in your life. But the Bible tells us, in the midst of everything, give thanks. Because God is still in control. He's still on the throne. And He still has the power to do more than we could ask or imagine. The Bible tells us uh, in Ephesians 5.20, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Always, every situation, every single day, always giving thanks. This is the choice that we have to make. Remember, life is not a chance. It's not just going to happen. We have to choose it every day. We have to choose to overflow with gratitude in our life because that's the kind of life that God is calling us to in all things, in every circumstance. At all times, He's calling us to live a life of gratitude and overflow with gratitude. We'll be different. (laughs) The Bible calls us a peculiar people. But this is the life He's calling us to. This is the life He has for us. Because He wants us to overflow not only with gratitude, but with hope. The Bible tells us that he's called us to live a life overflowing with hope so that we might share, as Pastor Rodney talked about last week, that we might share this hope with those around us. We are the salt and we are the light of the world. We need to be saltier salt and brighter light. We need this kind of life. So if we're frustrated, we're always focused on our challenges and our problems instead of living a life of faith-filled prayer and a life overflowing with gratitude, then we can't be saltier salt or brighter light that God needs us to be. And it all starts right in our home, right? Our neighbors, our friends, our family, and it goes beyond, but God is calling us to live this kind of life. You know, it's tough when uh, we're down to be thanking God, and it's tough uh, when we're in challenges to be thanking God, but this is the kind of life that God has called us to. And you know what? It's, it's tough to, to live in, in sin, to live against God. When we're actually living a life of gratitude, overflowing with gratitude, he, you know, He put it all together and He lays it out for us. This kind of life that He's called us to. We need to be less of a complainer and more of a thanksgiver, right? <laughs> Over this season, let's think about that. I'm going to be less of a less of a complainer, and I'm going to be more of a thanksgiver. I'm going to be finding reasons to be thankful and grateful in my life, overflowing with gratitude. Your troubles and challenges will become more and more manageable when you become more of a person of gratitude in your life. Acknowledging past blessings in our life brings present blessings to our life acknowledging what God has done, thanking Him for what He has done. If you're a parent, you know when a child starts to thank you for the things that you have blessed them with, the roof over their heads, the meal that you put on the table for them, providing for every need of their life, when they thank you for that, that makes you wanna just pour on more and more blessings to them. You know what, our Heavenly Father is the same way, so let's just thank Him thank Him in advance. Thank Him for all the things that He's given to us. You can make a list of things that are wrong in your life, or you can make a list of things that are going right, things that you have to be thankful for in your life. You know what? We all need uh, therapy. Would you agree? We all need therapy. <laughs> and that's kind of a big thing right now, to have a therapist or to have a counselor. But the best kind of therapy we need is therapy of thankfulness. <laughs> if we could just be thankful in our life, I think that would change a lot of things in our life. If we could just shift our perspective, change our focus, because gratitude is the thing that strengthens our heart and recharges our soul. when We can see all the benefits, all the blessings that we have around us. Even if we have breath in our lungs, a heartbeat in our chest, we have something to be thankful for. You know, this past year was challenging for so many people and my sister was one of those people that it was unbelievably challenging for. She, my sister, uh, found out that she had breast cancer almost a year ago to today's date. This past week, we recognized that that was the day that she was diagnosed with breast cancer and so, as you can imagine, this year has been the most difficult year of her life. She's been fighting for her life. She had a lot of other challenges that came along with it. But that one, in and of itself, was one of the most challenging things she's ever faced in her life. And I was on the phone with her the other day, and I was asking her, what, what do you have going? She said, well, actually, I'm sitting on the back of my car, In the Hobby Lobby parking lot as the sun is setting. And I'm sitting here thanking God that I can experience this day. You know what? That spoke to me so much because we have just today, we know we're not promised tomorrow. So why don't we take a moment to stop and be thankful? overflowing with gratitude for the things that God has given us. Even if it's the sunset, as you sit on the back of your car and just take a moment to thank Him, overflowing with gratitude for the beautiful things that God has given you in your life. I love what Um, Helen Keller was quoted as saying, she says, to be blind is bad, but worse is to have eyes and to not see. God, give us eyes to see all that we have to live this life, this thanks living life, a life of gratitude, So today, I just want to remind you of those three choices that we get to make when it comes to this thanks living life. It's so important that we choose not to worry, that we choose to offer faith-filled prayers in advance for what God is going to do and believe in our hearts that He's doing already in our life, in our families, and to choose to overflow with gratitude Uh, James 5.13 tells us, Are there any believers in your fellowship suffering great hardships and distress? Encourage them to pray. You know, we believe that life is kind of like railroad tracks, that, you know, it runs on two tracks, that there's always something good going on in our life, and also there's challenging things going on in our life pretty much every single day. So we know that there's always the chance that what you're going through right now is something extremely difficult. And we wanna come alongside you as a church and we want to pray for you. If you're watching uh, live right now, you can just click on that prayer button. Or if you're on our Facebook platform, our our host is going to offer you a place where you can click to pray. Um, Also, you can text RTL prayer to the number 97000. We would love the opportunity to pray Right, faith-filled prayers alongside with you. And we want you to know, church family, that we are praying and believing with you that God is going to do miraculous things in your life. We know that there are challenges all around us. Even in the the Bible, the Bible talks about there was difficulties on every side, but they believed that God was going to answer their prayers. And we're believing in faith as well for you today. And we would love the opportunity to pray for you. And I just want to take a moment just to pray a prayer blessing over you and your family today and just thank God for what He's doing. But I just want to encourage you, no matter where you're at, no matter what's going on in your life, with those two railroad tracks, something good and something difficult going on in your life, I know it is, God is faithful. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. He has the power to meet every need in your life. The Bible says, my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So no matter what situation you're in today, I want to remind you that your God is able. Our God is able to do more than we could ask or even imagine so let's give him thanks let's believe in faith and let's not worry because we can turn our worry into worship can i pray for you today let's pray together father thank you so much for these that are watching online today god thank you for who they are, God, just the fact that they're listening to this message today declares that they have faith and believing they're seeking and they're searching for your goodness, your faithfulness in their life. Father, I just pray a prayer of blessing them over them right now, God, I pray that you would protect them, Father, that you would provide for them in every area of your life because you said, God, that you would provide, God. I pray that your presence, would be so strong wherever they're at right now. I pray that they would sense your Holy Spirit and your presence would guide them along the right path for their life as they trust in you and believe in you with all of their heart. Father, I pray that you would favor them, that your power would be upon every situation that they're facing right now, whether with their children, That may be seemingly going astray. God, we just pray that you would bring them back home, Father, that you would favor their families, that your power would be strong and your presence would be strong in their families. Job situations, God, I pray that you would favor them, that you would meet every need that they have in their life, God. Lord, we just pray for your favor with children in school, difficult challenges that they may be facing in the classroom as they go back to school this week, Lord. We pray that you would give Give them the power the wisdom that they need God to face the challenges and finish this year strong Lord most of all God we pray for your peace to be upon every person that is listening to this message right now God we pray for your peace that transcends all human understanding as we just quote just read in these scriptures in your word God we pray that as we live this life of thanksgiving of gratitude of faith filled prayers, a lack of worry in our life, not choosing to worry, but choosing to worship you, God. We pray for these things, these blessings over our lives, our families, and our future, God. We believe for it. We believe you are doing great things. And God, may we be a part of your mission and sharing the love and hope of Jesus with people around us. And today, if you're listening and you've never given your life to Jesus, you've never really come into that relationship with Him, I want to just pray for a moment with you and give you the opportunity. We don't want to ever close our time together without giving you the opportunity to give your heart and your life to Jesus, or maybe recommit your life to Jesus today. Let's pray together. Father, I just pray for those that are giving their life to you today, God. Just pray this prayer after me. I believe, God, that you sent Jesus, your son, the perfect sacrifice for my sin. I believe he died on the cross for my sin. I believe he died, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. I'm asking him to be the Lord and the Savior of my life, and I'm going to live for him the rest of of my life in the name of jesus i pray amen if you prayed that prayer with me jesus came into your heart he will never leave you he'll never forsake you and we'd love to know that you prayed that prayer with us today you can just text our rtl i decided to the number ninety seven thousand. please take a moment to text us or click on that button there as you're watching we would love to know that you gave your life to Christ today. It means the world to us. It means everything to us to know that you started that relationship with Jesus today. Well, have a blessed week, and we look forward to connecting with you next week as we start an awesome series called The Christmas Crazies. If you're worried about some relationships or some people that you're going to be seeing over the holidays, well, this is the series for you. We're going to talk about how to get along with difficult people in our lives. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you back next week. Well, thanks again for listening